Welcome to Sidebar, where I take time in between our bi-weekly episodes to answer listeners' culinary questions. Please keep those coming by sending me a note or a voice memo to jennifer at homecookingny.com for a chance to have yours featured on the next episode. Listen in. Hello, and welcome to Sidebar. Today we're talking about nonstick pans. I think in a perfect world, everyone wishes we could use nonstick pans for everything, just because... Well, the most important reason that people like to use nonstick pans is cleanup. People don't like to clean up after they cook. And nonstick pans do make it much easier. Um, but really, they have their time and place in the kitchen, and it is not 100% of the time. So I want to talk about when you need to use a nonstick pan and when you really should opt for a regular old sticky pan. But if, with proper cooking techniques and some tips, I think you will find that not everything will stick. Um, if you're using too much of a high heat or not enough oil, uh, or you're kind of frustrated moving things around in the pan before they need to, oftentimes things will stick. Um, so let's start first on when you should use a nonstick pan. So I would say for me personally, I use a nonstick pan when I'm cooking foods that really, no matter how well I season my pan are gonna stick. And that would be pancakes or French toast or things like that. Um, when I'm making eggs, scrambled eggs, fried eggs, when I'm sauteing potatoes, potatoes are very high in starch and just love to glue themselves to the bottom of a pan. Also, when I'm trying to crisp fish skin, like if I'm cooking a fish fillet and that has skin on it, that is definitely gonna stick like the devil. Um, and I also use, probably my number one reason for reaching for my nonstick pan is reheating leftovers. I am not a big fan of the microwave to reheat food. I, in fact, do not even own a microwave, if you can believe it. But I use my nonstick pan for, to reheat anything. So anything I want to reheat, I put into a pan, uh, no more oil, but sometimes I put a couple tablespoons of water to create steam, and then I just put a lid on it and I put it over low heat, and then that will slowly heat up any leftovers I have. And I like that because I can heat up multiple leftovers. I can heat up some cold rice and some, you know, some black beans and some roasted squash all in the same pan in like little three zones. Anyways, that's my when I use a nonstick pan. And if you are going to have a nonstick pan, you really only need one. I know people buy whole cookware sets that are all 100% nonstick, but the only thing you really need in nonstick form is, you know, a good let's say 12 inch skillet and maybe one smaller one for heating up smaller things or frying an egg. So maybe like an eight or a 10 inch and a 12 inch. Both with lids are probably helpful. So I definitely, if you're going to buy a nonstick pan, buy a good one. Don't get a, don't get one that is really light, very lightweight nonstick pans are just asking for you to burn things onto them. You want a nice heavy duty nonstick pan. So the nonstick pan that I have, uh, is an anilon. Anything that you pick up that has very, very heavy heft to it, that is going to be your best bet. None of the ones with the spray Teflon coating. You want the ones with the coating that is baked on to the, um, to the bottom of the pan. It makes it much more durable. I'm sure you all know about nonstick pans where you can see like the scratch marks where you basically have scratched away the, uh, the nonstick coating. So you want to avoid all of those sprayed on um, coatings and you want to get the higher quality. So Calphalon, Anilon, those are the ones that have the, um, the, uh, the, the heavy duty or baked on coatings, which are much less prone to scratching. Uh, when you are using a nonstick pan, I'm sure you all know you are not supposed to use anything that could potentially scratch the surface of the pan. So no metal, uh, 
cooking utensils. So I usually uh, only use uh, wood. You can use plastic too, but of course I am partial to wood for those of you who have listened to me talking in any other episode. So wood on my nonstick and that is good. So that's when you should use a nonstick pan. And pretty much every other time that you're cooking, it's really a good idea to try to not reach for that. I know it's easier to cook uh, or to clean with, but the idea with cooking is browning and nonstick pans inhibit browning. So it's not gonna allow you to get the crust on your meat, the brown, the caramelization on your vegetables. That's where you develop flavor by caramelizing those starches. So it's a really good idea to um, encourage that as opposed to discourage that with a nonstick pan. Um, there are lots of naturally nonstick materials. One is enamel. So people often buy enamel coated cast iron cookware. And if you treat it right, it can, you know, retain its nonstick properties. Also a very well seasoned cast iron skillet is going to afford you a nonstick patina, but that is something that's developed over time. So nonstick cookware, some people find a little bit too persnickety because you can't wash it with any soap. Uh, you have to basically build up layers and layers and layers of food or oil. Um, that creates this beautiful nonstick cookware. But if you have a well-seasoned cast iron pan, it's just as good and better for you um, than an actual uh, chemically derived nonstick pan. Um, there are lots of green pans on the market now I have seen where the coating is supposed to be much less toxic. Um, so I definitely recommend if you're gonna buy that, you know, buy a new nonstick pan, at least go for ones that are a bit more eco-friendly. Uh, there's no harm to that. But I was gonna give you one final tip before I sign off in terms of how to deal with the crusty bottom of a pan just so you can not be so discouraged by cooking in a regular pan because you are going to often be left with you know crusty residue on the bottom of the pan but two things you can either you can always deglaze a pan deglazing a pan is after you've done cooking and you've removed the food from the pan and there's stuff left behind you can add you know about two or three tablespoons of some sort of a liquid. And that liquid can be water at the very least, wine, broth. And you're gonna scrape up, if you bring that, that liquid to a boil, it will deglaze the pan. It will literally boil off anything that's stuck to the bottom of the pan. It will happen 100% of the time. So you scrape up the bottom of the pan with a boiling liquid and you can pour that right over your food. Or if it happens to be you know, a crust that's left behind that you don't want to put on your food, say you burnt it and you don't really want to put that burnt liquid on top of your food, at least deglaze it in the pan by throwing some water into the pan, scraping it up till it's clean, and then just let it sit there. You can enjoy your meal, you can clean up, but by the, when you go to clean that pan in the sink, all of a sudden you have just, you're just washing it away. There is no scrubbing. Let boiling liquid do all the work that you usually do when you're scrubbing in the sink. Let it just boil off naturally, it will be clean, and then hopefully you won't uh, reach for your nonstick cookware every time. Okay, thanks for listening in. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I hope that you will rate and review these sidebars. And please send me ideas that you have for future topics. Jennifer at homecookingny.com is the email address. Thanks so much. See you soon.